place. And I have a mic here. I don't know why I never put the mic on, but I'm sure you guys can hear me clearly. And this going to be, I believe, I think I say day three, but I have literally did four videos so far, and I am uploading them on the Urban Management Group YouTube page that I'm beginning to build. So you guys can go over there for me and go ahead and subscribe to that channel that I am integrating all of my um, business uh, videos that I've introduced to you guys. And you can always go back, even with the Zoom meetings, um, that will benefit a lot of you. Uh, my main concern right now is to assist individuals such as yourself all over um, the nation that is tuning in. Each state have a different procedure to uh, solidify your business. Uh, I am sounding the alarm because I'm finding out even with myself and with some of my uh, banking colleagues that have been in touch with me that's on a local level meaning that they're not really with the big main banks like Bank America and Capital One. Capital One will probably work with you if you have a good relationship with your banker and that's another important aspect of you to succeed in your business. Sometimes I know we want to go through the drive through to make it easier, but sometimes go inside. I, I strive to make it my point to say hi to my, my bankers, you know, um, even though during this COVID-19 protocol situation, you can still go in and say hi, even if you even went through the drive-through. But I want to encourage you all, we have to come on up a little higher with our businesses, even our the small businesses. And that's why I'm taking my time out to let you guys know there is help out there. And to be honest with you, the word is the word. The kingdom of God suffer violence, but the violent have to take it back by force. They're not just going to just give us stuff. Like they hand it over to other nationalities. That's one thing that you're going to have to just come to grips. You know, it don't matter what shade of skin you are. If you in the black realm, you're going to have to fight for what you want. And, and that's the honest truth. And I found that even some individuals in our own culture... We fight against each other because some say, oh, well, you too ethnic and, you know, it's not always about the black thing. And yes, it is. It is. A lot of us did not receive the money that we needed as small businesses, even if you didn't incorporate, even if you did have a DBA, even if you did just did your business in underneath your social security. I know people right now that receive almost ten, twenty thousand dollars on their social security number. Okay? Be why? Because they had that network of people that at their bank 
help them out. And that's the facts. So, I'm just sounding the alarm, people, that, you know, uh, when people are sharing things with you guys, yeah, go and check it out. You go do your research about it. Don't just go jump at everything that's coming through this internet stating that, you know, oh, I'm here to make you some money. And at the same time, you got to break off four, five, six thousand dollars. You know, I got to go in debt to to help you teach me how to do something that I I just need this one little nugget. Nah, nah. And and yeah, God want us to to reap the benefits. And of course, I do have a service fee for my services. But I tell you what, I'm not gonna manipulate you. I'm going to tell you just, okay, this, okay, what you, all right, well, this is how much it costs, that's it. Hey, either a person say, all right, you know what, I believe in what you're doing, you know what you're doing, you know, and hey, let's go ahead and do business. And that's how God wants us to present ourselves as business owners, as small business owners, where I say growing, God say, stop saying small, that's the world, you're a growing business. You know, I'm a growing business. I'm a healthy business. I may not be, quote, unquote, like some want you to be, oh, well, if you're not grossing a million dollars, we can't invest in you. Okay, whatever. I don't need you to invest in me because you don't want to take over my company anyway. No, 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 no. So, Dr. D, hey, by then I just was just sharing that little ad lib. <laughs> Uh, introduce myself. I am Danielle Irvin, uh, founder and owner of Irvin Management Group. Okay, I am the operational manager, the manager member of my company, and uh, I'm here to be a service to so many individuals that are in business for themselves. They are growing, but yet they still come to that deadlock because why? You may not have your business stuff in order. So I'm going to share just five simple things that right now, even though you're doing business and to have access to, this is my fourth video. The next two videos, on uh, the next video I'm going to do on about the taxes by then next week. If you guys follow instructions this week, if you need to start solidifying your business structure, meaning What's the name of your business? Go get your DBA or go file that paperwork to get your LLC. Whatever you need to do, you have to do it this week. Because what I'm going to share next week, you ha- you'll be able to benefit from it. But if you're just still sitting around, just like, you know, well, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm, I'm, Well, hey, you're just going to miss out, okay? But mainly ministers, pastors, if you're an author, if you're a speaker, if you have a PayPal account, if you have, if you receive donations through Cash App, any kind of electronic, digital money that you are going back and forth and receiving and sending, you are in business, all right? And you should be reporting that on your tax return. Why? Because they have revenues out here. They have money, grant money, okay? that you'll be able to tap into, but you have to make sure your stuff is structured, all right? It's already good that we all, you know, we promoting our, our ministry, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm a radio host too. So even with funds coming that way, if you can document that 
and show the other party, well, yeah, I I, I, I reached thousands. I have a thousand listeners or whatever. Okay, they're going to say, oh, all right, well, you have, you know, and don't don't take podcast, podcasting lightly. That is a lucrative resource that you can tap into. But if you don't know that, hey, this can benefit me and nobody not telling you or showing you, how would you know, right? So guess what? Dr. D here sounded alarm. Come on, y'all. We can do this. All right? So also, I'm going to put a disclaimer. I am not a tax lawyer. I am not a um, CPA yet, but I do have a business management degree. Okay? In business management, almost finished. The MBA part. I have a business uh, a bachelor degree in my uh, human resources, a minor in my marketing, and I have accounting. I have my background. I'm also a certified book- a bookkeeper, and I'm also registered with the IRS. Okay, I prepare. This is my tenth season, uh, being a office manager for tax preparation. Even though a little situation that popped up now. I'm, quarantine <laughs> you know but bless the Lord for that you know um because of some some other parent don't want to do right you know and you know come on parents y'all know I'm going my rat if you think your child's sick keep your child home from school matter of fact I don't even know why they're in school but I do understand it all right and so you, you you're messing up people households all right I'm gonna just leave it like that Okay, so, um, hello to everybody. The only reason why I don't have my comments on because it distracts me sometimes, but I love you all. Those that are tuning in, I don't, I don't see anybody that's really, um, cause they let me know who's on live. Um, but God bless you. I love you. Or maybe I can, I got some time. Let me see how, how I do this here. Uh. Hey, cousin. What's up? God bless you. Congratulations. Oh, my God. I see y'all have a new TV show. I guess I need to do an interview, right? Uh, y'all interview me. I interview you guys. I don't know how that works. But praise the Lord. God bless you. We need to connect. We need to connect. We need to connect. All right? Praise the Lord. So um, I'm going to slide this back over, okay, so I can just keep running. I don't want to be too long and bore you guys but i'm gonna take i'm gonna get my time clock here and so let's get started all right so the other videos you have to go back and check it out but my thing is is try to get you prepared so you can receive the funds see we're not gonna see that stimulus like they're talking about Mm-mm-mm. you're gonna have to go through other organizations to acquire this money the money is there all right but what i have found that because of um, individuals such as ourselves, we are not being um, informed properly how to tap into the resources that are out there. Even with the EIDL loan and the PPL loan, I'm going to have a video just specifically with that because some was able to get it. I got I, I got it um, with the ministry, 
Okay, so now you have to prepare your paperwork so that can be forgiven. A lot of individuals had an opportunity to tap into that resource, and I was getting a lot of feedback saying, oh, I don't want to deal with that or whatever. But let me tell you something. I was sharing with one of my other clients. I stated like, okay, um, did you ever have a chance to get any type of resource for your business through SBA? No. So now you have an opportunity to build credibility with your business because of the COVID. Why not just accept it? I don't care if it was a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. You should have accepted that, okay? Because the interest rate really was what, ten, eleven dollars, depends on what you receive, right? You can pay that, they're giving you two years to pay that back on eleven dollars with that time frame. You didn't build credibility for your business. You have built credibility for your ministry or whatever craft as an author. You have built your credibility because you have acquired this resource from the SBA. And a lot of individuals that have um, sent all, I mean, I mean, I was flooded. But as I stated before, please forgive me, don't charge it to me because I couldn't deal with all of that. I couldn't deal with all the the, the, the the calls and texts because I was not at a good place at that time in the beginning of this year. I was very, very ill to the point that it was just horrible, all right? So now, now it's time to really structure because the end of the year is happening at December 31st. Now we got to have our paperwork in order. And I'm going to tell you, it will be forgiven, but you have to have your paperwork in order. And that's where I come in at. Okay. And so like even through the middle of this video, you can go to urbanmanagementgroup.com, the E star with an E, okay, dot com. You're going to have a checklist. You can download that for free. And that's just the first part. All right. And then go to the appointments, the online appointments and set a discovery call, whatever date that's open, that is available to you, date and time. Set that, that discovery call so we can go one-on-one -on -one virtually online like this here. You, me and you, we can see each other, okay? And let's come on and see what's happening. But the reason why I feel that this is an urgency because they have so much more opportunity coming our way. All right. Yeah, on the news, they're talking about all this blame stuff. I mean, and it is depressing if you just sit there and keep feeding on all that rhetoric. Oh my gosh, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm coming to you as a kingdom amba ambassador for the marketplace. That's my assignment. That's my position. I have taken ownership of it and I'm going with it, okay? And those that want to um, bring their business or their craft or their art or their book or business, whatever you're doing, you want to bring that to the next level, Come on, let's do this, okay? All right? I'm telling you something that I tried, tested, sent the applications in, received the acceptance, was granted the award and the money in my bank. And as of now, I have not worked on a job since June last year, 2019. And when I came into this year, 2020, working on my secular job at Jackson Hewitt as a office manager, tax manager, I felt so sick, I, I, I couldn't finish the season out. All right? 
So I've been doing this for 10 years. So I think I kind of know something, right? All right. I'm, hey, something, right? Okay. So with that said, with that disclaimer, um, I'm sharing experience. I'm sharing what I'm hearing. I'm sharing my time, taking time out, going through my training, things that are happening now. I just did a module for ministers. Oh my gosh, ministers, we have to get in line. Bishops are possible. I mean, nobody's exempt here. It is really getting serious. And if we all know the prophetic things that God as ambassadors for the kingdom of God, it's going to get worse than better. But guess what? It's going to be better for us because we in the kingdom. Come on. We have to know how to separate. But for us to acquire, God say there's treasures in the earth. So if there are treasures in the earth, that means the earth is dirt. That means I got to get a literally a spiritual shovel and start digging in the earth to get my treasures. So physically digging in the earth to obtain um, treasures. Oh, I just feel the power of the Holy Ghost. That means I got to get on here and do some research. That's my digging. And coming in connection with the right people. Come on, Holy Ghost. And so because of that, now I have acquired knowledge, experience, wisdom, and understanding how to go and get this treasure with sweatless victory. Come on. And and they know the propagandists that's out there that's striving. They think they've done, but they're trying to block I will come and forth. You can't block what God already done blessed. Come on, Holy Ghost. You can't curse what God already done blessed. I don't care what you play. I don't care what, what, what status these people think they're in. I don't care what cause they think that they feel that they got the power now because they're the leader of the house. And they're saying, what? They don't need this. They don't need that. You don't know what somebody else needs. Only God knows. He is the judge over all men. I don't care who you are. I don't care what position you hold. I don't care who you think you're the big bad wolf. You ain't bigger than God. And we have to get that mentality that God love us and he going to take care of us. Amen. Come on now. So I'm sharing this five things that you need to have right now. And if you don't, let's work on this this week. Okay. If you in another state. Okay, I don't know how the country is different country because I know I'm all over and people watch me from all over. But I'm dealing with the national region right now in this country, all right, right now, that you can go to your county courthouse. First thing you know, what is the name of your business? Okay, do your business have a name? And I'm sure you do because you're around here promoting it. What's your ministry name? Whatever that thing is, what's the name of it? Okay. We want to identify that we want to, on paper, in the system, we need to identify that name. And with the identification of that name, now we have to go to the courthouse. All right. You can either do a DBA if you really don't have almost $400 to do it to become a corp- a S corporation or an LLC, okay? Because that's how much it costs to get write that check out and send it to your state capital 
So that can be listed in the state controller. You can go online and go to that website, put your name in there and see if it come up. If it don't come up, that means nobody don't have it. And now you can register it. Download those forms, fill them out. Whatever they tell you how much it costs, you get your check or get your money order and send that thing in so you can get a timestamp. Go inside the post office and get it certified so you can have the timestamp. It's so important. I'm telling you guys these details for a reason. All right? We have to do this this week. Because next week is not going to benefit you for what I'm going to share with you if you don't do it this week. All right? And even if you've been doing your business and been utilizing your social security number and been placing it on your tax return, which I know some of y'all have not done, and y'all, some of y'all ain't reported your, your ministry activities, you haven't reported your business activities on your tax return, I know for a fact because I got to deal with it every year. Oh, I do this on the side, da 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 da. Oh, I make pretty good, decent money. But oh no, I'm not. I'm not putting that on the tax return. Oh no. Okay, so now they're asking to see your tax return because you say you're in business, and guess what? What happens? You don't have no proof. Oh no, but I got, I got, I got my own thing. And it's the next thing. Once you do that, you gotta get an EIN number. Stop using your social security number. You have to get an EIN number from the IRS, okay, website, irs.gov. And don't worry, if you need help, go to my, I'm here to help you. Go to urbanmanagementgroup.com and come on and set up an apartment. I done open up some more days because other ones are filling up. And I only can deal with so many clients at a time right this moment. So don't sit on it. Go there and register. Let's go ahead and set up that discovery call so we can get, so I can, okay, what you need, what you need. Okay, so tomorrow is Monday. All right, so, okay, by Wednesday, we need to have all of this. You see what I'm talking about? Because, see, next week, that's when the goodies come. I'm going to tell you where to go, what to do, everything. And you got to have this in place to even even submit it because that's the questions they're going to ask. And this is simple. Number one. If you have a, if you're using your name, what is your business name? What's your ministry name? You know, what, what is the name that you're saying you're in business? We got gotta confirm that, all right. And once you do that, go and do that search, all right. Now, you have to go to the courthouse also. Get a DBA. If you don't have the three hundred something dollars, let's get a DBA. Danielle Irvin doing business as ABCDFG. Now I could take that that DBA. I am in business. I'm doing business as. Right? So now I gotta take that. Second thing, I gotta get an EIN number. We have to go to IRS, acquire that EIN number. That's two basic things. Once you have that, you're in business. Now you wanna go number three. You wanna go to the bank. And open up a business checking account. Now, a lot of individuals may have some issues. But that means you want to go to one of the more medium bank accounts. Like World Forest, Regions, um, a local bank in your area. If you need a second chance, third chance, fourth chance, uh, got first convenient. Now, they may have some service fees, but guess what? Why are you worrying about that? Your business is going to take care of that account. 
if you're really in business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the whole point is, is to make sure that you have these things in place so you can acquire the money that's sitting there waiting for you. All right? Waiting for you. So number one, that's to make sure our business name is not taken from nobody else. We're going to do that business search. Whatever state you're in, in the state of Texas, we have the comp controller. You can go right there and they do it. Business search. You're going to say none. You may find, okay, good. Now you know that's a good business name. You can keep what you're doing. Now I got to go acquire a DBA. Now, some of you guys have some money on the side that you can take that money. Instead of you going shopping, let's start investing in what you need to be investing. All right? I'm not trying to take nothing away from somebody in their Christmas, but let's give a Christmas present to yourself and make an investment. Let's take that money and invest in what God wants you to do so we can have that structure and allow the pool, the the disputation or the dispensation. That's what I want to say. The dispensation of the wealth to come through. You need to have some type of highway where God can send it through. But if we're not structured, if we are not prepared to receive it, you can pray all you want. Lord, I need this. Lord, why my money this and my... Hey, we all, God said, your hands, whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might because it's going to prosper. God spoke a blessing over us in the beginning of time. But the reason why we are not where we are and doing what we need to be doing more effectively and efficiency because of our mindset and the people around us that we think supposed to support us. And then I do have to confess, sometimes we support people that don't support you. They just want you to feed all into them. I'm talking about that later. Just go listen to the boom factor on that one. They want you to feed everything into them and what they want to do. And then at the end of it, they're going to chop you off like you never existed. Oh, okay. That's how we going to roll. Hey, God bless you. All right. So that's number three, right? Establish your name. Make sure nobody else have it. Let's go and get that DBA or corporation. If you got that, if you have that extra money, let's go ahead and fill out that corporation form. And let's put it in the mail. Get that certification so you can have the timestamp that you did it this week. Okay, and they'll get it. Now, I don't know how things may happen because of the COVID. They may not have enough people in that office to process it, but at least you have that timestamp. Okay? And by the time they do go and start verifying and calling and everything, at least you'll be in the system. You may not even have your paperwork, but you have your original. Let me show y'all. Because I'm about to incorporate another company, baby. Oh, yes, I am. I ain't ain't playing with this devil. I'm getting my money. I'm sorry. God said, hey, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. I am the just. And I'm not just laying up here. I'm going to get what God said for me, honey. And when I get it, and if I know something, everybody that know me, they could tell you the honest truth. I don't care how bad somebody probably put me, Dr. D, down. But I know one thing. My reputation um, subsides me and people are say now one thing I know about that girl she gets some information she gonna give it to you I ain't hold nothing back from you why we supposed to be a blessing to be a blessing to other people 
All this, all this competition and rhetoric and stealing people's vision and stealing people ideas, that's a that's that's that that's just of the devil. You're supposed to be networking with each other. You ain't supposed to be bashing nobody. If I'm if I have a book publishing company, why are you trying to bash my book publishing company? If you have a, a, a lawnmower business or landscaping or doing barbery, why I'm bashing your landscape business? Come on, y'all. I be supposed to be uplifting one another. Come on. You know how many billions of people out here in this world? And you worry about little old me? Oh, okay. I already know what's happening with that. But see, already incorporated. Get, get, get. Man, type that up, man. See, y'all think I'm playing. I ain't playing. Uh, y'all can talk about me all you want, but guess what? Five years from now, I ain't going to be going through this here. Mm-mm. I'm getting my treasures, and I'm trying to help y'all. Okay? Number four. Once you do that, we go into the bank and open up an account. Get that business account. All right? Now, a lot of you guys may have trouble, like I say, second, third, fourth chance. You just can't get a, a checking account. Hello? Go get you one of those Walmart cards. PayPal. Set you up a PayPal account. Oh, where my Walmart card? Set you up a PayPal account. They'll give you a debit card and you'll have a bank account. They will have a routing number and a account number that you can give to whatever you need for especially what I'm going to share with you next week. Okay. You will have an account where they can deposit the money into your account. Come on, they got all kind of little little cards, prepaid cards that you can get that will give you a routing number and an account number. Now, it do have limitation if you want to do other things, but at least this is a start. I'm just trying to get y'all to start, y'all. Come on. It's enough of all these excuses, man. I know we all working. Well, I ain't working on a second job. I know we all working, and, and even when I was working, I was working two jobs for years. But guess what? Live bit by little bit. Locomotive, I can. I can. I can. I can. Little bit I was building. Little bit I was building. Little bit I was building. Tired. Had to catch the bus. Walking. In the rain. All kind of stuff. But I said, I'm going to do my business. I'm going to do this here. I'm going to do my workshops. I'm going to do what I have to do because I'm building momentum. I'm building longevity. On paper, I look good because the first day going to say, okay, how long you been in business? At least 12 months. Yeah. Did you file your tax return? Yeah. Is it on your tax return? Oh, yeah. Guess what? We can help you. We'll bless you. Well, I'm using bless, but we'll invest. Well, I ain't going to even say invest, but if they're giving you money, they they invest in you to be able to do what you're supposed to be doing. And that's all you need. And I'm going to tell you, like I was sharing with somebody, you just, you can build up on the mini grants. Mini. If they say, oh, well, they gave you money? Okay, well, we'll give you something. And then you go up the next next level. Oh, they gave you money? Oh, you got money from them? Oh, so you must be, okay, so you serious about, well, come on, we'll give you a thousand. We'll give you 1800. Yeah, let's, come on, let's give them 2500. They got, they, they already received some funds. See, if they don't see you getting nothing from somebody else, you ain't getting nothing. 
I don't care what they're trying to tell you unless you really have that hookup with somebody that can just dish out some dollars. <laughs> and I don't know about you, I don't have them kind of hookups. <laughs> I don't have them kind of hookups. So I got to work hard for them. Like Donna Summer, she work hard for the money. Yeah, I got to work hard. But God said we got to dig the treasures in the, in the earth. So that's working. You got to dig to dig up in treasure. You know how far they got? And I'm going, I'm rapping. I'm going to hurry up, y'all. But y'all know them archaeologists? They got to dig for those treasures, for those fossils. And that's treasures. And once that come up, man, it is sad because that's a historic thing that they have revealed. And they took their time, months and months and months, digging, digging, digging. And sooner or later, they come up with a fossil. And before you know it, they're in the library. they name in the books of histories. And they're getting broken over all kind of uh, expedition grants and everything. Don't you want some of that money, y'all? It's out there, y'all. And we're going to get it. I'm going to help you get it, okay? All right, now. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Um, that was number four. Number one, again, I'm going to type it in my notes once we finish. Make sure your name is a real name, right? You go and do your search, whatever state you're in, do your search. Make sure nobody else have it. Nobody else don't have it, then what's the next thing? You got to get a DBA or incorporated or reserve that name so nobody else won't use it, right? Okay, the next thing, um, do the search. Number two, reserve it. Get your DBA, LLC. Number three, you got to get an EIN number. Get your EIN number from um, RS. You know how to do that? Go to herbmanagementgroup.com. Let's schedule a, a discovery call, and we'll get all that done for you, okay? Number four, okay, now, now you got your DBA, you got your EIN number, let's go get a bank account. We don't know how to do that. We'll help you, show you which way to go. I gave you some examples, but let's get some type of um, some open highway where you can get that money to you, okay? And number five, number five. What 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 kind of business? What what's your mission? What's your mission? Why you need us to give you money? Okay, and we call that a pitch. What is that? My my daughter's still helping me with that, and so I'm I'm excited about that. But my my pitch just just a quick sentence, two sentences. My pitch is well, I help entrepreneurs, church, and ministries um, stay in compliance with bookkeeping and tax services. Now, to go into details, my mission or whatever, that is to empower individuals that want to be self-sufficient in business ownership. You, you, you see how easy that is? So people that know me right there and there, they say, oh no, she, she can help you with your, with your business. She know how to help you with your business and you, oh, you need taxes or she can help you with that. Your accounting, oh yeah, go to her. She she can help you with your accounting. See what you identify with, even with ministry. Oh, you need prayer? Oh, go go to Dr. D. That's the intercessor right there. You see, that's with my nonprofit. All right, and so so I want y'all see how simple that was, but you'd be amazed how challenging it is for people just to get that together. And I wanted to keep that simple because right now now they have other mechanisms too. Um, you can have your website. You need a website because they're going to ask you for your website. If you don't have a website, you have your Facebook page. Your Facebook page, you can link that to it. I, I got a mini grant just by my Facebook page because my book company, for, for Marinette Publishing website, it started acting crazy, y'all. 
I say, oh, Lord, I know this ain't nothing but the enemy. I know this nothing but the enemy, but guess what? I also had my Facebook page with the company. I had all my activities and stuff, and it seen where I've been active for three years. So who, praise the Lord, and guess what? I got the grant. So you got to have some type of online presence. Okay, so let's make that six. That's a bonus. Okay, that's, that's a bonus. We got to have some online presence. Your website, do a Facebook page. I'm just trying to show you guys right quick what you can do within a short period of time to really solidify that you're in business, you're in ministry, whatever craft you in, okay, you can do this. Look at my daughter trying to call me. So that means it's time for me to um, get off here. I didn't want to be drawn out. Um, okay. So do I need to go back over this right quick? That's all I have for you right now. Because I need for you guys to work on that. I'm doing a video right quick. I'm going to call you right back. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get working them edges whenever you get a change. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And so, business name. Make sure nobody else have it, right? Let's um. Let's seal it. Okay. Let's get incorporated. Let's get a DBA number two. Get a DBA. Or if you have the extra money, get an LLC or incorporate it as corporate or whatever, let's do that, okay? And when you do, let's get it, make sure it's certified so that date stamp could be on there for this week, okay? And you send it off and know that it received in the office and that's all that's important right now, okay? Number three, get that EIN number. Let's get that EIN number with that business name because now you're the incorporator, you have a DBA, and now it's legit, Okay? Now, number four, let's open up that bank account, okay? That's if, you, if you have some issues with, with past issues, they have first, second, third chance bank accounts, okay? I know for a fact, Wood Forest, uh, First Convenient right here in Texas, Regents, they are small banks or whatever. Even if you have a credit union, they will work with you because they have money that's there for small businesses. Get in there and talk to your banker. I'm telling you this because this is what was happening right now. That's why I'm like, well, okay, I'm going, I'm going to incorporate me another company. All right. Number five, let's um, what's the next thing? Oh, make sure you have your pitch. What do you do? What's your business? You know, how are you helping a community? What is that? Who can identify you with your business? Okay. And then the bonus was let's have an online presence. Website, Instagram, uh, have a Facebook page with your business or whatever. Let's start creating all of that. All right? Because, see, next week, now I'm going to be giving y'all uh, the good. Okay? I'm going to need y'all to go to this website. We're going to do it online together. All right? Okay, now y'all did it. Okay, get your confirmation. I'm going to print it out. All right, let's go to the next website. Dr. D, I'm not playing with y'all, and I'm not playing with the devil. We're going to get our money, y'all. Okay, and I don't care who, what, whatever. Tell your friends, share this video. I don't care. I need y'all to come on, y'all. We're going to do this. Because they're not trying to help you. You can't just see what's happening on, on at the house and in 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 the in the, in the, in the, in the administration and all that. Yeah, we, 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 we even though the new president having issues, 
Come on. Come on, man. The new president have issues. So if if he's the president and having problems to try to help the people, Lord have mercy. So that just shows you this is bigger than us. So that means we got to tap into what God say. Get the word. And that's another thing. That's, I should make that number seven. You better make sure you got the word of God on your on your business or your ministry or whatever. What is that word? My word is 1 Corinthians 14, 40. We're going to do all things decent in order. God gave me that word for my business. And that's our foundation, baby. That's my foundation for my business. That's why no matter what nobody say or do, you can't take that from me. That's mine. God gave me that. So that's all I got for you guys. God bless you. Like I say, the ones that are serious and really want to get to the nitty-gritty, you go to urbanmanagementgroup.com. Go ahead. You can download. It's a free checklist to start getting you stirred up. Say, okay, yeah, I need this, this, this. Oh, this is what she was talking about, okay? And set up that online appointment for that free discovery call. If you serious, I'm going to hear from you guys this week. And I thank God for the ones that contacted me. We already had our call this week. Y'all know what y'all need to do. And I'm working with you all. And I'm only going to be able to take so many people because I'm still entering in to the new tax season. And, and probably the middle of this week, I'll come back and start dealing with the tax part that's going to be a blessing for you all and those that acquire that PPL loan and EIDL loan it has another blessing for you in that but you got to take care what we got right now to make sure your paperwork is in order so that could be forgiven if you got a loan not a grant I think they gave everybody like that extra thousand dollars but that was a grant you didn't have to pay that back but if you received, approved, and, and received the SBA loan, but that's a good thing. But only thing you need to do is have your paperwork in order for that, all right? And hey, I'm here to do that, okay? God bless you all. I appreciate the time. I appreciate the love. I pray that this is um, exciting for you guys, especially. I really want to reach out to my ministers and my pastors, my entrepreneurs. You know, I'm really reaching out to you guys because, you know, we work hard and a lot of you needed some of that money, but because you didn't report your income, all right, you didn't you didn't put on your tax return that you are a minister, you received this amount of money, you are a author, you sold this amount of books, you know what I'm saying? You 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 made this amount of money, okay. Don't you know you can zero that out still because you have expenses? What about your travel? What about the marketing? What about you getting your books done? I try to reach out to my authors, even through Marionette Publishing. You know, but, you know, people got their own little thing going on. I understand that. But, hey, now the the bullet, the, the rubber meeting the road now. So, hey, are we going to crash and burn? Are we going to, hey, glide with the Holy Spirit and get all those treasures that God been promising us to receive? And with that, you got to put some action behind it. All right. So um, go um, subscribe to Urban Management Group. At the YouTube page, um, I'm just building it. I appreciate you all doing that. Also, I have, um, y'all can always tune into Boom Factor because I'm always giving them some, you know, my Boom Factor family, man. They be getting the, the, the matter from heaven. When I get it, I be on there just sharing, you know. And so um, you can tune into that on any online platform. You listen to the Boom Factor radio. 
I think I had some stuff on that today, man. Then it got cut off because <laughs> I had a phone call. I forgot to take the, um, put the do not disturb on it. But, um, yeah, I, I'm here for you guys. I love you. I appreciate all those that um, have supported the cause that I do, those that I have worked with before. I really appreciate you guys. And I'm to this point now that we're coming to that next level. So like reviews and and uh, subscriptions is very important now. And the only thing I ask for you to show some love. Uh, I'm on the angel list. I would love to get a review from you guys. I'm on Yap. I'm, I'm setting up that Yap marketing page because hey we converting everything is technology now hey if you if you don't know get with it let's get with the program it's it's all technique now so we gotta we gotta structure ourselves to be online we don't like it but it is what it is okay and so you have all a whole bunch of people that's striving out here to help each other and some have a high price to it some don't but you know i know a lot of people charge almost $5,000 just for these five things that I didn't share with you. But hey, I'm going to get mine. I freely give. So that's why I freely receive. God bless you. I love you guys. Okay, I'm going to scroll this back. Who else is on here? Uh-oh. It ain't. Okay, what I did. All right, y'all. See, I'm still learning how to do this. Oh, wow. I, I don't know how to get y'all back on here. But I love you all, everybody that have come on. I, I really appreciate uh, the support. Um, I, I appreciate the uh, views. And look, y'all got my hair a little twisted. How y'all like my little natural? Oh, yeah, baby. This is this is natural, baby. Natural. Look at my hair. All right. God bless you. Give me them call. I want to see. I want to talk to some of you this week, okay? All right. I'll be back probably tomorrow in share part three. I guess I'm doing part three. But right now, I need y'all to deal with these five things that I talked about today, okay? Let's get that done by this week. This week, because next week, we're going to go online and start filling out these applications so y'all can get this money, all right? And if you already have your stuff, still give me a discovery call so I can tell you some other stuff. Maybe you all can go ahead and start benefiting from some information. If you already have your LLC or your DBA, you can file your taxes with your ministry so you have at least a year uh, of longevity, meaning you have a year presence on a federal document that, hey, you are in some type of craft, okay, besides your regular income to claim any other benefits that I'm going to share with you next week. All right. So God bless you all. And um, I think that's it for right now. Bye.
guest for a return visit. We had to get Yay, her back because I'm she so dropped excited. so many jewels and so many of y'all was just like blown right. away. Oh my God. So we had to get yep. Dr. Lynn Richardson back on the show. We are super excited. She is a celebrity. Yes, she, she is. She's going to accept it this time. Celebrity. <laughs> Financial coach, and we are super excited to have you back. Welcome yes. to the His and Her Money Welcome. Show, Dr. Lynn. Y'all just gonna force me to act right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, as you all come in, make sure you hit that share button. Hit share because this is live. We want as many people to hear what she has to say. That's right. So, Dr. Lynn, all right. We we had you on last time and you blew people's so minds away because you were talking about the importance of why we need a home-based business. Everyone, everyone. Needs. It's not, not a want, it's a it's you a must. must. It's not a, a need, must. you must. It's a must. And we see the situation that, you know, was going on in the world. And even if this situation wasn't going on in the world, this is something you've been preaching for years and years and years, right? So, you can talk pandemic, you can talk pre-pandemic. Just overall, in general, why? I mean, because you are passionate about this, yeah. right? This is yeah. this is something that you've been harping to people for a long, long time. So let's just start there. Where's the passion coming from when you give this message that we must have a home-based business? Whether we have a nine-to-five yeah. or not, we must have a home-based business. Where's that coming from? Wow. Well, first of all, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am having the best time of my life. And the good thing about that is um, I'm doing what I always envisioned, and that was to help other people be free. Uh, the bad part about that, that I'm having so much fun, is that my whole entire team has put restrictions on me. Because <laughs> I guess I'm working too hard. I'm almost about to pass out. And I'm like, why can't I work? I literally got on the phone. They had my, my pastor mentor. Uh, well, my pastor's Warren Campbell, but my the, the man who ordained me, Elder Robert Pierce, he called me and got on the phone and basically told me to rest. And I started crying because I wanted to work. Like, I started crying. So if that tells you, like, how much I love helping people to see the truth, I mean, I was crying because I couldn't work, like, like a two-year-old. Um, so the passion comes from literally me failing at everything uh, as, as it relates to money. I was born and raised in Chicago. My grandmother was 75 years old, cleaning homes to wealthy people, putting me through college. We grew up in the projects. I knew we weren't rich, but I didn't feel poor. If I needed money for anything, she'd tell me to go look in the room on top of the shelf, behind the book, inside my pocketbook, inside the zipper, wrapped up in a piece of paper towel, was $20. So when I went off to college, I didn't know anything about money. She told me to go to school, get a good education, get a good job, go to church on Sunday, wear clean underwear in case you get hit by a bus. But I did not know anything about money. So when I got off to college, I had a bunch of credit cards, couldn't pay anybody. And um, I had a bad experience with money. I left college, my credit was jacked up, and I thought, I really thought my life was doomed. I did not know what to do differently. And I also did not think I needed to change anything. That is an aha moment right here in this moment. There are a lot of people who don't know what to do differently and don't think they need to change. That's a recipe Man. for disaster. Whoa. And that's where I was. Things weren't working the way I thought they should, but I didn't think I needed to change. And so I continued on that path of not dealing with the truth. 
So fast forward, I'm married, I have three children, big old house in the suburbs. Now I'm making all the money. So that's why I'm thinking that what I was doing was right. But then what happens? I'm living check to Monday. <laughs> See, check to check is a blessing. That means you get paid on Friday. By the next payday, you're broke. But check to Monday is a whole nother story. You get paid on Friday, you kick it on the weekend, you pay on your past due bills. And by Monday, you're broke. And I'm educated mm. with a degree in math and economics and finance. Come on. The combination don't get any deeper than that. I should have known how to learn uh, uh, how to manage money, but I was an educated fool. So the passion comes from making these mistakes. So because I made all those mistakes, I was making eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, still broke. No matter how much money I made, I always found a way to be broke. So it's this is very critical for everybody who's out there. You know you need to do something differently, but you don't think you need to change. The change comes from within. So I am passionate about this because. I am a living witness. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And so, of course, spending less money. I tell everybody to live by the 10, 10, 30, 50. The first 10% you tie, the next 10% you save, 30% is cash in your pocket mm -hmm. to keep you from having a spending addiction. A spending addiction yeah. is what you have when you go to the store for toothpaste and walk out with $179.47 worth of stuff you don't need. 50% stays in your checking account for your bills. If you have more than enough, that's not a license to go spend. See, in our culture, right. we come from the history of not having. And our culture has told us that we need to look like we got it. Let me tell you something. Rich people stay rich because they act poor. And poor people stay poor because they act rich. And mm. poor people stay poor acting rich in front of other poor people, which is crazy as all get out. So the mm. goal there, if you have more than enough money, is to eliminate your debt. Because there's a, there's a middleman between you and your wealth, and it's called interest. If you don't have enough money, you must subtract. So it starts there. Subtract what? Subtract that car, subtract that house, subtract those clothes, subtract that kid in school, whatever. Don't. It doesn't mean that they don't go to school. It means you line them up with the philosophy at the Richardson household. I told my kids, listen, school is free. If you get A's, you go to school for free. If you get C's, you go into the free school. Either way, it's going to be free for me. So we have to disconnect ourselves from the things that we think give us value. So the first step is to spend less money. The next step is to get more money. Multiple streams of income. But the third thing is to get your money back. And I have to go through those three pieces because it is a system. And the three of them work together. And it wasn't until I learned how to get my money back that my whole entire life transformed. So everybody has to have a home-based business. Everybody has to have a home-based business because the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. Yeah. There, it's, it's no wonder why people are struggling when they go from making 20,000, then they make 40,000, then they get married and have a few kids and that maybe your household income is now 80,000. And it seems like the more money the average household makes, the more debt they, that they are in or the more financial struggle they have. Because with more money, now comes along the things that come with more money. Okay, so now we have a bigger family. Now we're gonna buy a home. Now we're gonna put our kids in this activity, that activity. So what's happening is the money is increasing like this, okay? It's going up, going up. But the IRS is coming and taking it down. So you take five steps forward and you take 10 steps back. You take 20 steps forward, you take 30 steps back. And the only way to change the game is to get your money back. Yeah. Why? So what do I mean by get your money back? I literally mean this. If you went to the grocery store, 
and you bought $300 worth of groceries and you ate all your groceries, had a good time. My husband's cooking breakfast right now. I'm having breakfast in the middle of the day. I'm so hungry. Imagine you ate all your good food and then the grocery store manager called you back in two weeks and said, come back and get your money. You'd say, what? Let me tell you, we'd stop, drop, and roll right now off of this Skype. Everybody would go get their money. Well, that's what the government says when you have a business. So the government says if you have a business, that cell phone that you were using, now you can get your money back. Yeah. These things are causing people to be broke. How much is an iPhone now? A car payment. A monthly bill is a car payment. <laughs> yep. It's like a college education right here in this phone. Mm-hmm. So the IRS says, but if you use it for business, I'll give you your money back. The IRS says if you have a home-based business, when you drive that car, I'll give you your money back. The IRS says if you have a business, when you go on a trip, a business trip, I will give you your money back. The IRS says that 475 times. Mm. Just think about that. 475 times. Now, the average person only has about 12 to 15 things that we are consistently spending our money on. That consistently. But the IRS says... 475 times, if you do this, I will get you your money back. And it only happens when you have a home-based business. So people try to wonder why the wealthy rich pay less taxes. Let me tell you the difference between rich and wealthy rich. Rich was Antoine Walker, the NBA player who had a $112 million contract. You hear that. I remember being young and watching the NBA draft or hearing the news and like, wow, these people are getting this kind of money. We think they're rich. Nope. But Antoine Walker was bankrupt two years out of the NBA. His whole career was about five to seven years. Bankrupt with $112 million? That's because he owed taxes of $55 million. Come on. Right? Then he owed management and agency fees for about 30 million. So with the money that he had left, he had already overspent, couldn't pay the bill by the time it was due, but not Warren Buffett, not Mitt Romney, not Jeff Bezos, not the average business owner that you see walking down the street. And let me tell you something, they don't care about how they look. Sometimes they, the clothes don't even match. They got on uh, yep. penny loafers yep. and a pair of Levi's and a little white shirt, yep. but they got wealth. Yep. Come on. So how do we get Come that? On. Because I think that there's me. a disconnect. People think that somebody like me, you think I'm somebody? I mean, I am somebody in God's eyesight, but I'm no different than you. Yeah. I'm no different than anybody who is watching this. I was born in the projects. My grandmother had an eighth grade education. Nobody came and picked me up and said, okay, we're gonna drop you into a wealthy land. No. So if you understand the rules of the game and then play the game by the rules, then you too can achieve and acquire the kind of financial independence that you're looking for. So here's what starts to happen. I'm like, oh, okay, so the IRS says, if I do this, I get my money back. So now I start paying attention. Oh, wait a minute, the IRS says, let me tell you something, everything I do is business. IRS said I can get my money back 475 times, let me tell you. I think I have to know 473 of them. I have to, because everything I do is business. I have three children, ask them. They don't get birthday presents, Christmas presents, graduation, no presents. Why? Because I can't get that money back. But if I pay them a salary, if I hire my kids to work in my home-based business, okay? Because the government loves business. It operates on two systems. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But if I hire my kids to work in my business, 
to do uh, social media, to help me at events, to help with filing, to do bookkeeping, to tidy things up around the home because I have a home office. There are many things that kids can do in a business. And a lot of times your kids are smarter than these people out mm -hmm. here that you're trying to go hire. I know so many brilliant, talented, anointed, and gifted entrepreneurs and business owners who are sitting at home struggling like octopuses. Is that a word? Octopi? Is it? I don't even know how you say it. The octopus plural. It has to be octopi. <laughs> I just made up a word. Like octopi with 12 arms trying to do everything and your kids sitting there on social Video media. Yeah, see, we have to get into dynasty building. So the IRS says the IRS loves businesses so much. And the SBA, who is really big news right now, talk about them too, thought it was so important that they wrote a whole article on it. Five reasons to hire your kids. One of which that there are no federal labor laws when your kids work in your home-based business. They can do data entry. They can do it at 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. There's no limit on the number of hours they work or on the time of the, of the day. Do you think that those laws were an accident? No. Mm -hmm. They were not an accident. Everything is intentional. Mm -hmm. So the IRS says, I can hire those kids, pay them a salary. Now, they, with the money that they make, they can go buy their own presents. They can go buy their own gifts. Christmas they every day. Pay. They can pay for their own tuition. Yeah. They can buy their own diapers. They can pay for their own <laughs> shoes. They can, pay. they can pay for their own stuff. So now I get the money back because I understand the money game. So that's what we have to learn. So the IRS says when you have a home-based business and you run your business like a business. So the first reason why this is a game changer and I'm so passionate about it because you know, I, you, we can tell people, listen, one day you have to retire. Okay, yeah. Okay, listen, one day you might need an emergency, so say, oh, okay, yeah. But start telling people you can get your money back. Oh, see, then everybody's at attention. Everybody's at, what? wait, you said I get my money back? I came to full attention because we don't have a lack of financial literacy or a lack of financial independence because we don't know Everybody knows you should save some money. Everybody knows we shouldn't spend more than we have. But what happens is emotions and feelings and feelings of having to have value get in the way of those decisions. And we kind of block that out. And then we look up and we're not where we want to be. But tell somebody you can get your money back. See, that changes the game. <laughs> but see, then now you have to follow the rules. You have to follow the rules. So the IRS says if you work in your home-based business and run it like a business with the intent to make a profit. So you have to understand the rules because naysayers, haters, blockers, and crab barrel leg pullers will try to tell you, well, no, nah, mm -mm, they're lying. Listen to what I'm saying and then go back it up with the IRS. Everything that I learned about taxes and a home-based business, I learned from Sandy Botkin, who used to be an IRS attorney. He used to train the IRS agents on how to go out and get people in audits. Mm. So it doesn't get any bigger than that. For the past 12 years, I've been following him and learning from him. But more than that, all he does is teach self-employed business owners how to get their money back. So now you can get your money back. Now everybody's at attention. So when you get your money back, you can't just do it how you want to do it. Right. Guess what? You actually have to learn the rules of the game. Mm -hmm. You got to learn the rules of the game, which means now you have to get a financial education. You can't get around it because you can't just get your money back. Look at what has just happened with the pandemic. 
this thing that has never been presented before. What happened? They put people in two categories. Employees over here, you can apply for unemployment. You can get, what, $600 a week, and you can get your economic stimulus for 1000 bucks at the most 2000 somewhere around there. Those employees. But businesses, oh, submit your application mm-hmm. to the EIDL. We're giving away $10,000 grants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> $10,000. I applied. Got mine. Mm-hmm. All right. Then they said the Paycheck Protection Program. Tell us what you did in revenue for the whole year. We're going to do a calculation. We're going to give you what. I got that too. And guess what? I didn't apply as Lynn Richardson, the president of Sunny Girl Entertainment, a huge firm, a multi-million dollar firm in California. I did not apply as, I applied as Lynn Richardson, sole proprietor, so I could prove that it works. So when you have a home-based business, you get in the same, I was in the same category as all those big companies that got the money and had to give it back, right? So if you are a DJ, if you do hair, if you do nails, if you have a home school, if you um, are a consultant, if you are a coach, if you are an Uber driver, if you are a multi-level marketing company, if you are anybody who earns cash or gets a 1099, now we're all in this category. Why? Because businesses are the engine of the economy. And a car without an engine cannot drive. I don't care how, I don't care what you do to it. And a, and a, and a country without a business cannot thrive. So everybody has to have a home-based business. Now, first, you get your money back. That should be enough. But here's the next step. One stream of, uh, one stream of income is hazardous to your wealth. Mm-hmm. Go on out there on the rules from 40 years ago if you want to. And on the rules that said, graduate from high school, get a good job, and retire in 30 years. Try it if you want to. Doesn't work. And it doesn't work for anybody anymore. We used to think that there was a category of jobs that were safe. There are no safe jobs anymore. Not even the teachers. And that's a crime. Teachers Mm -hmm. should be at the top of the list of everything. Mm -hmm. So teachers are going on strike. If you work for the government, they've been furloughed. People who thought that they were safe from any kind of job elimination, people who thought that they were safe are also facing the same issues. Now, I need to take us back to history. We have had multiple streams of income since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time. Since since the beginning of time. The virtuous woman of Proverbs had nine jobs. She was a seamstress. She planted a vineyard. She did. She planted that out of her profit. I think she was a real estate investor because she sold something and she she purchased something and earned a profit. And out of her profit, she planted a vineyard. She was a trader. She went to the merchant ships. We've been having multiple streams of income since the beginning. Something happened along the way. We thought we got a little too smart. We, We got real technologically savvy. You know, we got the telephone. <laughs> you know, they no longer had outhouses. Now we got indoor plumbing. So we thought that that elevated us to a state where we could get one profession to one job. Mm-mm. Look at the greats. I came into the industry. The very first place I worked in entertainment was for Russell Simmons. Look how many companies he sold for $100 million. Look at Bill Gates. Look at Oprah. Look at the people who are thriving. So what I'm saying is that's what the average person can do. One stream of income is hazardous to your wealth. Everybody needs a home-based business. Now, you can write off 
your car when you drive it for business. You can write off your house, rooms in your house when you have a home office. You can write off travel and entertainment. Let me tell you something, no entertainment. Let me take that back, no entertainment. They, they took that out of the rules. So everybody, when people tell me they're going on vacation, I laugh. <laughs> you going on a what? First of all, you ain't on vacation. The vacation is on you. Because nine times out of ten, when people go on vacation, they're spending their bill money. Y'all know I'm, you can go and laugh at that. The vacation That's is true. on you. You are not on a vacation. It's on you. <laughs> and you just spent your rent money uh, or whatever else, and you done went on vacation. Now you come home, and now you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay the bills. Yeah. Same thing with Christmas. We spend our last mm-hmm. dab and next month rent and start off the new year, we got to end the cycle. Yeah. Then we begging for the tax refund. We get the tax refund, <laughs> we happy for two minutes, and then we yep. broke again. Yep. You see, the Bible says, he who is faithful with little mm-hmm. will be faithful with much. Mm-hmm. He who is unfaithful with little will be unfaithful with much. Who can be trusted with true riches? What's true riches? Mm. Peace. Mm. Abundance, yes. the ability to make jobs and opportunities for other people. Who can be trusted with true riches if you can't handle unrighteous money? Mm-hmm. It's not even righteous. Mm. So here's what I learned. Being smart, wasn't it? Straight A student, all of that. Making more money, that wasn't it. I could go out and make more money. But here's the problem with making more money. Now, first of all, we're talking about something illegal. That ain't even on my radar. Let's go to all the legal things. You can never make, you can never work as hard for money as it can work for itself. Money works harder for itself than you can ever work for it. When you amass a certain amount of money and then you put that money and get it to working for itself, over time, our wealth ambassadors, we had a great call last night on investing, dollar cost averaging over time, staying with it and sticking with it. Money will work harder for you than you can ever, ever work for it. So why work that hard? Now, be excellent. Do your part. It's not going to happen overnight. You have to put the time in. And then one of the other things people say, well, which business is the best business? That's like asking which prescription do you need? <laughs> For what? Like, what prescription do you need? Well, I'm coughing. Well, we don't know if you got the coronavirus. Uh, maybe you just have a cold. Maybe you have bronchitis. Who knows? Maybe you have pneumonia. You have to be willing to sit still and find out what God has for you. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. But look at the key word, plans. It doesn't happen by happenstance. And we're thinking that we can find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, get a sugar daddy or sugar mama, or get a winning lottery ticket. Now, there are people out there who do that, and God bless them. But If you want to get in the game of controlling your own situation, I dare you to get a home-based business. Run your business like a business. Get a financial education. See, here's the thing about a financial education. I've seen people take how to start a home-based business or do the freedom package. They get the 21 days of financial freedom to clean up their financial issues. They get how to start a home-based business. I've seen people say, I... The very first time I heard the concept of how to start a home-based business, I saved $60,000, 60 grand. You're looking for money. Let me tell you how you're gonna get more money. You can physically go out there and get more money, but I can show you how to get your money back. Get your money back. That's the same thing because you spent it and now you want that same money to come back in. So you can basically be your own 
interest. <laughs> How about that? Because interest is simply the process of making money multiply. So you mean to tell me money that I spent, I can actually get it back? That's why everybody needs a home-based business. The last thing that I'm going to say is this, as it relates to a home-based business, why everybody needs one. You can get your money back. Huge. One stream of income is hazardous to your wealth. That's obvious. Home-based businesses are winning right now. If you know how to take what it is that you do and do it from home or wherever you are, home-based business means if I'm on the beach. Last summer, I told everybody, bye. I got on a plane, went to Hawaii for five days. Oh, on the sixth oh, day, I didn't even come home. I called <laughs> Dr. Trina. I said, I think I'm staying one more day. Everybody started getting nervous. I came home that next day. <laughs> I took my work with me. I just took it with me. I took my computer, and I relaxed a lot, but I also did some work. It was a business trip. So you can take this work. You can take your home-based business with you. Wherever you go, you can get your money back. And then the third thing is, Everybody wants to feel like they have a sense of control. See, here's the deal. Money wants to obey you. It does. Money is an exact science. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about if it's happy, if it's sad. You know, we say we have joy. How much joy do you have? Do you have, do you have more joy than me? Like we can't even measure it. But money is an exact science. So you can tell it what to do. What else out here that we need as a resource? I can't control water. I can't control fire, I, but I can control money. And money is saying, if you follow the rules, I will let you control me. And then I will let, I will work for you. But if you don't follow the rules, if you don't respect a dollar, what you going to do with 10,000 of them? You ain't going to even, you're never going to get to a hundred thousand. You're not going to get to a million. And if you get it, it's gonna go, it's gonna leave you faster than it came. And it's gonna feel worse than never having it all. Been there, done that. Had no money. I used to, when I was really broke, living check to Monday, making $90,000 a month. There were times when I had more money. I was like, I wish I was seven. Cause my grandmother gave me $2 every day. I had more money when I was seven than when I was in my twenties and thirties making $90,000 a month. So money says, if you treat me right, if you respect me, if you abide by the laws that one plus one equals two and not try to make my two a 10, if you live below your means, if you let me do what I was created to do, which is multiply for you, then you won't have to worry about me ever again. So what I say to people in the end is money controls you. You worry about it. You can't think. You can't sleep. You're trying to figure out. You just said the other. But that's because you're abusing it. Mm. Let me liken that to having children. I have three beautiful children. Been married for 25 years. I tell my children all the time, I want you to understand that it is a privilege and an honor that your father and I have decided to raise you. Because there's no law. You don't have to raise your kids. You can leave them with their grandma. You can leave them. I was with my grandmother. My mother was around, but I was, my grandmother gave me my upbringing. My father wasn't around until later in life. You don't have to raise your kids, but let me tell you what you can't do. You cannot abuse them and you cannot neglect them. So here's the deal. You don't even have to deal with money. Go lay on the beach. I have a friend who told me he was going to uh, fly to Vegas. No, take a bus to Vegas and be homeless on the beach. I said, well, that's probably a good place to be homeless. It'll be nice and warm for you. You know, I don't know what to tell you. 
But if you going to get in the game, you cannot abuse money and you cannot neglect it. If you abuse or neglect it, it won't work out for you. If you abuse or neglect your children, the law is coming for you. So you have to take care of it. And I think we're in a time today where everybody's like, okay, I feel like Noah. I've been saying it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. Nobody believed Noah. Then all of a sudden the world was filled with water. I've been saying get a home-based business, get a home-based business, get a home-based business. Learn how to get your money back. Learn how to get... I said it so much, I started getting tired of myself. Literally, about two months ago, I was like, Lynn, now you've been saying this, but I couldn't stop. Because yeah. I know what it's doing. I know how it's working. It's working. I know how it changes people's lives. And when you get a business and you empower others to make money, and then and that's how the cycle of life continues. So everybody needs a home-based business. And now is the time. Before you get up and you go outside and you start going everywhere that they say we couldn't go to and now you're ready to go, let me tell you something. Money is attached to that. Mm-hmm. Every time you wake up, money is, if the light to own, money is attached to it. You go get in your car, you need gas, money is attached to it. Come back in the other direction. Use this time wisely. Empower yourself. Get all of your strategies in place. Go through the 21 days to financial freedom. Hit the reset button on your finances. Change your mind. Talk to your family members. Talk to your friends. Tell people what you're doing. If that work network doesn't work, get a new network. Go to the next level. It's possible. I'm living proof. I'm living proof. I didn't know I didn't have a silver spoon in my mouth. Nobody gave me anything. And guess what? Even with all that I had, until I did the right thing, it wasn't gonna work for me. So that's why everybody oh needs to make business. Man, I, I feel like I was holding like my breath. I wanted to scream, jump, shout, say amen. Like, yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, If you guys have not shared this, share this. We just got a little bit of feedback, so one okay. Yeah, okay, boom. There we go. All right, guys. Come in. Share this. This is so good. Um, I feel like we know you personally for some reason. I feel like, like we're students. Like, oh my gosh, yours. like she knows what she's talking about. That's right. Like, after you came on the first time, um, I was blessing. talking to my family, talking to friends, and I'm just like, this is a blessing. I pray that you guys um, enjoyed that. I love to add other uh, individuals pertaining to a subject that I've spoke on or taught on just to encourage you all that, hey, it's time for us to be in business, okay? So Boom Factor family, as you heard her, she's a multi-millionaire. Um, you can go uh, the Millionaire's Roundtable. I forgot the, what she said her name was. I went to go and look on the internet, and I'll put the link underneath this description. But um, I'm telling you, it's powerful. I need for you guys. Come on, it's time to, to get your business. Home-based business right now is the thing because we are at home. <laughs> and as you see, they're gradually shutting down um, different areas of the country again in different states because of the COVID. This is the time. I mean... Uh, I, I, I'm going to keep on shouting. I'm going to keep on plugging. I'm going to keep on sharing. Okay, so this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And uh, God bless you. I pray that you have a wonderful, glorious day. Um, don't forget December 19th.
Yeah, I need to put that in the description too for that. December 19th at 7 p.m., we have the Marinette Publishing Authors Also Awards virtual celebration. So um, it's free to register. Have some awesome authors that you're going to be able to meet. I'm going to share the vision of Marinette Publishing. We'll have prizes in between, and then we're going to announce the winners and what they won. Oh, my goodness. So praise the Lord. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. This is Dr. D on this glorious, glorious Monday. Okay? God bless you. You can leave them. I was with my grandmother. My mother was around, but I was. my grandmother gave me my upbringing. My father wasn't around until later in life. You don't have to raise your kids. But let me tell you what you can't do. You cannot abuse them and you cannot neglect them. So here's the deal. You don't even have to deal with money. Go lay on the beach. I have a friend who told me he was going to uh, fly to Vegas. No, take a bus to Vegas and be homeless on the beach. I said, well, that's probably a good place to be homeless. It'll be nice and warm for you. You know, I don't know what to tell you. But if you going to get in the game, you cannot abuse money and you cannot neglect it. If you abuse or neglect it, it won't work out for you. If you abuse or neglect your children, the law is coming for you. So you have to take care of it. And I think we're in a time today where everybody's like, okay, I feel like Noah. I've been saying it's gonna rain, it's gonna rain, it's gonna rain. Nobody believed Noah. Then all of a sudden the world was filled with water. I've been saying get a home-based business, get a home-based business, get a home-based business. Learn how to get your money back, learn how to get, I said it so much, I started getting tired of myself. Literally, about two months ago, I was like, Lynn, now you've been saying this, but I couldn't stop. Because yeah. I know what it's doing. I know how it's working. It's working. I know how it changes people's lives. And when you get a business and you empower others to make money, and then and that's how the cycle of life continues. So everybody needs a home-based business. And now is the time. Before you get up and you go outside and you start going everywhere that they say we couldn't go to and now you're ready to go, let me tell you something. Money is attached to that. Mm -hmm. Every time you wake up, money is, if the lights are on, money is attached to it. You go get in your car, you need gas, money is attached to it. Come back in the other direction. Use this time wisely. Empower yourself. Get all of your strategies in place. Go through the 21 days to financial freedom. Hit the reset button on your finances. Change your mind. Talk to your family members. Talk to your friends. Tell people what you're doing. If that work network doesn't work, get a new network. Go to the next level. It's possible. I'm living proof. I'm living proof. I didn't know I didn't have a silver spoon in my mouth. Nobody gave me anything. And guess what? Even with all that I had, until I did the right thing, it wasn't gonna work for me. So that's why everybody oh needs to make business. Man, you man. I feel like I was holding my breath. I wanted to scream, jump, shout, say amen. Like, yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, If you guys have not shared this, share this. Oh. We just got a little bit of feedback, so I want to okay. wait. Okay, boom. There we go. All right, guys, come in. Share this. This is so good. Um, I feel like we know you personally for some reason. I feel like, like we're students. Like, oh my yes. gosh, like she knows what she's talking about. Like after you came home the first time, um, I was talking to my family, talking to friends, and I'm just like, 
If you don't have a business, home-based business, you better get it. Like, don't listen to me. Listen to Lynn Richardson, you know? And you guys, what she's sharing, she wants to. I saw somebody say, I want her to be my mentor. She can. Go to hisandhermoney.com forward slash wealth school. The link is on the screen. And you guys, she can teach you how to do this as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, you laid it out. We're, oh my gosh. we're students of yours in, in your yep. school. Uh, again, like Ty said, hisandhermoney.com slash wealth school, and you can be a student like we are. And one of the things, because we know you got to go, you got uh, a whole bunch of things to do. Um, <laughs> but I want people to walk away with the fact that you're, you're not harping on the first half of the phrase by accident. It's not any type of business. It's home-based home business. Yeah. Yeah. You are speaking specifically about home-based businesses and you are leaning in your teachings that we've uh, taken part in towards soul props for a few reasons. Mm -hmm. So guys, um, and I'll let you elaborate on that, but yeah. if you are yeah. not a part of her school and you have a lot of products, so let everybody know when they and go. And they're extremely reasonable. Price. I don't know like, why you're doing that. Whoa, if y'all don't take advantage of this <laughs> right now, I'm like, she's basically giving it away because I, I think that you're so passionate about this that you want, like, to eliminate excuses. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just go for it. So when they come and they look at your products and they want to specifically learn what you just taught us here, which products should they lean towards? Um, I, I'm going to say, like, if you are serious and you're saying, listen, I'm all in. I want to undo everything I did. You see, it takes a lot of undoing to undo mm -hmm. the doing you have done. You've been living for 10 years. Yes, 10 years old. You've been living for 3,650 days. 20 years, you know, double that. 40 years, quadruple that. So let's say it's 14,000 days. And you are looking at your financial situation and you're saying, this is not what I envision for myself. And you're all in, then you need to do the Entrepreneur's Academy. Get the package, get all four books, get in, get immersed in changing yeah. everything, right? Um, if you're saying, you know what, I'm all in, but I need a little bit of time because of my resources, then do the freedom package. The freedom package is the absolute, it's the 21 days to financial freedom, and it's how to start a home-based business. It'll give you the jump start that you need. Um, and if you can't do that, then you need to just start with something even smaller. Because let me tell you, there have been times when I didn't even have $20. Literally. That was your $20. story. Your story was so empowering. And you shared that um, last time. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah. I want you guys to see that she was not always at this place. But she did no. different to get to this place. Yeah. I, I remember once, and this was right around the 2008 um recession and I had already started to change how I was dealing with money but then the recession hit and I couldn't get a job and I got on food stamps and one Sunday at church a preacher came and he was selling his books that were retailing for $30 or $25 he was selling them for $5 I didn't have $5 I literally did not have $5 the $5 I had I needed to go to Aldi and buy a bag of chicken a vegetable and something to drink and a, and a salad or something. So my husband and my three children and I could eat that day. So if you don't have anything, then just find 20 bucks or something and, and start with the 21 days to financial freedom. But if you're all in the entrepreneurs Academy package is the best because what's happening is people start the education and then they want to take another class and another class and another class. And then the entrepreneurs Academy package, it's all, all in one. So let me say this. I'm not saying get a business. I'm saying get a home-based business. Mm -hmm. 
I have spoken to some of my friends who are millionaires net, uh, at the networks and things that I work with. Oh, I'm looking at your finances because they all call me for assistance with their finances. Oh, you just missed $122,000 in tax write-offs. They didn't hire their kids. They didn't do, like there's all these things that on, that you can only do if you have a sole proprietorship. So here's the deal. If you have a home-based business, you have access to all 475 tax deductions, all of them. But if you have a corporation, you're limited in some of them. If you have an LLC, mm-hmm. you're limited in something and, and, and you're limited in some of them. Now, that doesn't mean you don't need to keep your corporation. If you have a corporation, keep that. That's what I told them. If you have an LLC, if you have an S Corp, keep that. But you must add a home-based business to the mix. Without the home-based business, you're mm-hmm. missing. And so they're basically as blown away as I am. Their heads are rolling off the, off the neck. They're like, oh my God, why didn't anybody teach me this? You're a tax professional. I was, there's a series right now with me on YouTube. They didn't hire their kids. They didn't do, like there's a vegetable and something to drink and a, and a salad or something. So my husband and my three children and I could eat that day. So if you don't have anything, then just find 20 bucks or something and, and start with the 21 days to financial freedom. But if you're all in the Entrepreneurs Academy package is the best because what's happening is People start the education and then they want to take another class and another class and another class. And in the Entrepreneurs Academy package, it's all all in one. So let me say this. I'm not saying get a business. I'm saying get a home based business. Mm -hmm. I have spoken to some of my friends who are millionaires uh, at the networks and things that I work with. Oh, I'm looking at your finances because they all call me for assistance with their finances. Oh, you just missed one hundred and twenty two thousand dollars in tax write offs. They didn't hire their kids. They didn't do, like there's all these things that on, that you can only do if you have a sole proprietorship. So here's the deal. If you have a home-based business, you have access to all 475 tax deductions, all of them. But if you have a corporation, you're limited in some of them. If you have an LLC, mm-hmm. you're limited in something and, and, and you're limited in some of them. Now, that doesn't mean you don't need to keep your corporation. If you have a corporation, keep that. That's what I told them. If you have an LLC, if you have an S Corp, keep that. But you must add a home-based business to the mix. Without the home-based business, you're mm-hmm. missing. And so they're basically as blown away as I am. Their heads are rolling off the, off the neck. They're like, oh my God, why didn't anybody teach me this? You're a tax professional. I was, there's a series right now with me on YouTube. I was with two other tax professionals. I'm not trying to out them, but they admitted it publicly. They didn't know that you could hire your kids to work in your home. Oh, basement. we spoke with one personally. Yeah, they was like, no, I don't know about I'm not comfortable. I'm like, okay, he's not the one. This what? is not the right accountant. But yes, you're right. That's real. You're mm-hmm. Like that, but this, okay, so now I'm just, it's in the, I, it says mm-hmm. it. It's in the tax code. Yep. It's in the tax code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling you something I made up. I'm telling you what's in the tax code. So sometimes people will say, well, Lynn, okay, so can I go back and hire my kid? No, 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 no. Let me tell you, learn the rules of the game and then play the game by the rules. You don't have to watch your back. You don't have to figure out if you mess something up. You ain't trying to cover up no lies. Learn the rules of the game. If you just learn the rules of the game, that's enough. But see, the part of it, the, the thing that's missing is this. It's hard work. Yeah. It's hard work getting your money back. You got to track everything. Yeah. When you in line at Starbucks, you can't just walk away. You got to get your receipt. You yeah. got to. But once I learned what I what I know now, what I teach, 
I could not do it anymore. Even when I was irritated with my own self and like, oh. but what's going in my head, that's your money, that's your money, that's your money, that how much money are you leaving on the table? And it's not like I'm obsessed with it. It's just like when you care about something, when God has given you something, he's given you stewardship over it. I told my children, my children think I know everything, like literally. So, cause I'll, I'll be like, now what's going on with that? They be like, ma, how did you know? I tell them all the time. God gave me, gave you to me so I could give you back to him. So my job is to raise you for his service. So he's going to tell me everything I need to know about you. That's right. So that's me being a good steward in parenting my children. Mm -hmm. So now here's the deal. God gave you money. He's asked you to be a good steward. So once he, once I was taught, this is how you get your money back. How can you ignore it? How can you ignore it? Yeah. Even with all the things that life puts in front of you and all the things that life is like all this stuff happening. I'm so irritated. I'm so frustrated. And that's one of the things when people start getting their money back, there's mixed emotions. They're exhilarated. They're happy. They're reading living check to Monday. They're literally laughing out loud. Okay. They're laughing out loud, but then they're irritated. Like, the, the, the system isn't working right. They get frustrated. They want to leave it alone. Leave it alone and do what? Stay broke? That's not an option. Not on my watch. When all we have to do is do the work. So a home-based business is specific. Now, here's the other thing. I've had people who say, well, I don't want a home-based business. Okay, we'll keep giving your money to the IRS. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) But I dare you, show me your tax return. Sign up for a tax consultation through hisandhermoney.com slash wealth school. Sign up for a tax consultation. I'll show you all the money, and then I'm going to multiply by the number of years you've been missing it. Yeah. I'm going to make you green and sick, not just sick. <laughs> <laughs> like the Grinch. <laughs> See, but this the Grinch who oh. stole your money, right? So you've got to make a decision how you're going to interact and how you're going to engage. And um, so we're here. So I'm, yeah. I'm, let me tell you, yes. We want to encourage so everybody to go to hisandhermoney.com slash school. Two products in particular that you mentioned that you may want to take a look at is the Entrepreneur Academy or the Freedom Package, depending on where you're at mentally, financially. Either way, you're going to come out in a much better position that you're in. Um, uh, I, I, I just want to this. say this. I wish that I would have known this when our babies were babies. Like formula was expensive diapers, clothes, all of this stuff. And it's like, they could have been models. They could have, we didn't have to pay for stock photos. We could have used them, you know, um, in our advertising and some of our graphics. Like you all, this information that she is sharing, the truth of the matter is, Lynn, some are going to do it and some are not. Some are going to be in the same position one year from now, five years from now. But those that actually say, you know what, I need to make a change. Because I believe that this pandemic is causing everybody to think about their current situation. Like, you can't get around that. You are either thinking about what can I do better? What do I need to improve? What do I need to start? A home-based business is one of those things that you should be coming out of this pandemic with. Mm -hmm. And you you dive deep in in your classes 
But for those who are listening, they're on the pin like, yeah, I need to do this, but but I don't I don't I don't know what. Can you just throw out a couple of home based business ideas just to get people's wheels turned? She said Uber. Yeah, well, everybody can be a consultant. So yeah, let's just start true. there. Anybody can be a consultant yeah. doing something that you know how to do that you can teach others how to do. Everybody can be a consultant at low risk services. So you want you wouldn't want to consult on doing surgery. Like, come on now, you that's not a home based business. You need a a, a license, you need degrees, you need to pass the board. If you try to do that as a home-based business, they're going to take you to jail. Do not call me because I am not going to be able to help you. But everybody can be a consultant advising others. Teachers can tutor. People who like art can do graphics work. You can consult, you can do hair, you can do nails, you can do, yeah. like there's so many things. DJs, MLM, people are in Mary Kay, they're in Melaleuca, they're in Beachbody, they're in all kinds of things. Um, you can be a virtual assistant. You can there. What do you know how to do? What do you know how to do? So I'm not even going to say right now, of course, in the how to start a home based business. I go through like a lot of different things to give people structure. But the truth is, if you don't know how to start a home based business or if you don't know what you would do in a home based business, that's why you come to the class. So in the freedom package, you get the class, but you get the structure. So Sometimes with things, it's like life is overwhelming us and we want to just get to the answer. You can't just get yeah. to the answer. Mm-hmm. See, this is like division. You think you could just learn division? Like come in the school one day and learn it? No, 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 no. If you weren't there for addition, subtraction, and multiplication, you will never learn division. It's impossible. Like if you put a long division problem in front of anybody who's smart, I have a math degree. And if I want to do a long division problem, I got to, okay, so now which rule do I use? Okay, so now I'm going to multiply. Okay, you carry that. Okay, you subtract. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when it comes to this, see, people think getting their money straight is something that they're supposed to know how to do. No, you're not. It's supposed to be taught. Hmm. And as a matter of fact, it wasn't until Rockefeller and Mr. J.P. Morgan, Chase himself, Took it out. got together yep. hundreds of years ago and did what? Took it right what? on out. Mm-hmm. Took it out of the school. Rock- Rockefeller was quoted as saying, I'm not trying to create thinkers. I'm trying to create workers. Mm. Whoa. That's, let me tell you, that I'm right there, Whoa. it was supposed to be taught. Yeah. My, thir- my 18-year-old, when she was 13... She was complaining about algebra. She was so, and she's the rebel in the house. She just speaks her mind and, mommy, I don't understand this. I don't know why I need to do this. I'm never going to use algebra. Why am I doing algebra? I need to be learning how to do my taxes. That's what she said. And she was right. Yep. She, tell me she was wrong. Yeah, she was right. Mm. So school is supposed to be re- of alphabet, mathematics, so reading, writing, arithmetic, God, and he's first, and taxes. Those are the five subjects. God, reading, writing, arithmetic, and taxes. Those are the five core subjects. Agreed. If, if, you, if you get those, you don't even need, we need history, but you'll get history through God, through religion. You'll get history through those are the five core subjects. I don't need to know about photosynthesis. 
I don't want to dissect a frog. What do I need to dissect a frog for? For what? Now, if you're going to go operate on people, then you need to go dissect frogs. If you're going to go be a botanist and help us with the beautification, you need photosynthesis. But the five core subjects? Attention, do you have Medicare? Go Medicare helps members get up to $144 added back to their social security checks every month. It's easy to see if you're up. Yeah. I can drop the mic on that. Yeah. 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 About the subject. So, people assume that they're supposed to know. So, here's a cycle. I messed up with my money. I'm feeling bad. I know I'm supposed to do the right thing. I'm going to try to do the right thing. I keep doing the wrong thing. I'm supposed to know better. I'm ashamed. I'm not going to talk to anybody about it. I'm not going to tell anybody about it. Let me tell you something. You're not supposed to know. Right. It's supposed to be, be taught. taught. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, you a, teach it. it's like yeah. expecting a kid who lives in a jungle to know how to no, they were they were abused. They were left to die. They were so they don't know. They have to be cultured and cultivated. You were supposed to be taught how to handle money. You were not taught. Yeah. That's it. Because her money.com slash wealth school is where you can learn. There you go. <laughs> that That's is right, right there on it? the screen. <clears throat> yeah. Two products you need to go check out <clears throat> Entrepreneur Academy or the Freedom Package. They are both powerful, powerful. We are students. We're not telling you something mm -hmm. that we didn't <clears throat> do ourselves. We are students yeah. ourselves. We're forever learning. We're forever and, in the place of being taught. People say, well, when does it end? It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. That generation Because wealth. once you get your money, then you got to learn how to keep mm -hmm. it. Right. And then once you get it and keep it, then everything changes. You got to know when things are going to change. Mm -hmm. So people get degrees. And I'm not talking against academic degrees. Right. I have a bachelor's degree. I have a master's degree. I have an honorary PhD. My children, my oldest is about to graduate from Northwestern. My two youngest are at Howard. But I know too many educated people who are broke. That's right. That's right. I know too many educated people who are broke. And I need you all to understand this. The system that we were fed was a setup. That's right. And the system that we were fed was, okay, we're going to desegregate schools, mm -hmm. black people, everybody, people of color, y'all can come on all to our schools. Oh, by the way, take as many loans out as you want. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep you in Parents, debt. you can put your kids in these private schools paying $15,000, $20,000 a year tuition. And people are not financially free. That's mm -hmm. right. They're stuck in more debt. People are graduating from college with a mortgage and no house. A student loan, a student loan that's any over $50,000 is a mortgage. Yeah, that's it. A $50,000 student loan is a car. That's it. Anything over there is a mortgage. $100,000, that's a mortgage. $200,000, that's a big mortgage. $300,000, that's a mansion. Graduated with a mortgage. Graduated with a mortgage with no house. With no house. No asset. Wow. And so then the, the asset behind it is supposed to be your mind, but you can't sell that. Right. But what you can do is, is use your mind yes. to learn how money works. Yes. To learn how money works. Yes. Yes. So once you then, so that's what I figured out. I was like, now please forgive me for saying this. Because at the, at the lowest point of my financial mess, I looked around and I was looking at some people. I knew I was smarter than them. Right, right. But they had money and I was broke. So right. who was the fool? Right. Who was the dummy? Right, right. Who right. was right. the dummy? 
So this is what I said. Now, Lynn Richardson, if you so smart, why are you in a dumb situation? Yes, yes Lord. Come on. Come on. I can walk out the door on that. <laughs> yeah, for Don't real. Don't tell me you smart if you in a dumb situation. For real. For real. Smart is matched by your circumstances. If your circumstances are dumb, <laughs> who did it? That's right. I did. I did that to myself. Yes. So only an education got me out. Yes. So because an academic education does not equal financial <clears throat> success, a financial education does equal success. I I I I spend money on my financial education. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll show you my bank statement. I, I I tell people to you know listen to the Sandy Bach and stuff if you can. I mean I teach a lot of it too. But if you want to go straight to the horse's mouth and hear from him, great. I I learn from him. I get the program, you know. So for me, this is about people are trying to figure out what do I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Financial education. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. What we missed? Yes. I yes. just learned that about Rockefeller just this year. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know that before. Yep. That they took it out the school. They took it out the school specifically. Because they did not want thinkers. Yes. Took it out they the school. Workers. Yes. Sip, guys. Wow. I mean, we, we That's can't beautiful. Give it to, you know, Dr. Yeah. Richardson. And we delivered it on a plate. That's it. And Dr. Richardson does That's this so all day, every day. Yes, she does. Go to his or her money. That is awesome. And I just, I just, you know, that is mm -hmm. my, my Christmas gift to you guys. And I'm telling you, um, I'm telling you guys, it is phenomenal. So I got the website, Why You Need a Business, um, by Dr. Lynn Richardson. It's his and her money dot com slash wealth school. Um, you can go to her website. I'm about to go to her website and order the book. I am in the season of learning, earning while learning, while I'm learning, I'm earning. And when while I'm doing both, I'm gonna dis dispense what I've learned, what I'm putting in action to you guys. But like she said, it's work. And a lot of times we don't want to do the work. You, we don't want to do the work, and that's the only way we're going to be able to break this cycle of poverty and lack of resources when it's all there. I learned some stuff today that I'm like, whoa, because I was about to go and do something, and by her saying starting a home business, that's a DBA, okay? I have another uh, organizing disguise was my home business, and I'm going to keep that and utilize that as the teaching tool, Urban Management Group is just the base that's going to dispense different departments. You see, so we have a depart we have a publishing department, we have a, a a missionary department, we have a a community awareness department, we have a youth department. You see what I'm saying? All of that is bam right underneath Urban Management Group. But as she said, Maintain a home business that will help alleviate a lot of, oh my God, like she said, you get your money back. All right, so I'm gone. Uh, you can also go to Urban Management Group on YouTube. Start subscribing over there because I'm setting up that, that digital uh, outlet for that uh, entity. And I'm just excited what God is doing. I'm telling you, I don't know about y'all, but he answering prayers for me. He is literally answering prayers, and I want, I want you guys uh, 
I want you guys to get some answers too. Okay, God bless you. G63. G63, that's what your Ben say. I mean, if your CPA ain't rolling like that, if your CPA ain't rolling like that, man, you might need to find a new one. G63, exactly. that's what your Ben say. That's a fact, man. Spicy. So um, when when I was talking to her and she gave me some games, she like, yeah, you know, I put it under my business account and da da da, da. She kind of like gave me the, the, the knowledge on it. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to get a car, so I might as well do the same thing. And it was a lot easier mm. than I thought it was going to be. Like, it literally took mm -hmm. me five minutes. Um, and the dope part for me is that um, my, my bank that I'm getting the financing through is Chase. And I bank with Chase. So on the app, it has, like, my car payment thing right there. And it's like, a, mm -hmm. all I got to do is just open my, my Chase app. And it's just automatic for the, for the car payment. Straight from the business account. So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So there's two ways... That you can um that you can accomplish this right well first let's talk about the six thousand pound rule because a lot of people was asking about the six thousand pound rule they thought that mm. that's what it was because if you're not familiar well i'll let you i'll i they say i talk too much can you, you, you explain floor? it you explain that's the six thousand so smart rashad that's because you're so smart <laughs> you can't help it you can't help it all right so let's talk about vehicles right so you have um you have your standard vehicles right most vehicles like um, even Range Rovers, G-Wagons, they fall a little under 6,000 pounds, but for the most part, all vehicles fall under about 6,000 pounds. And if you do, um, and we'll talk, and I also want to talk about the, the different ways you can go about purchasing your vehicle, right? Um, so you have your financing, then you have your leasing, or you can pick the mileage method, right? Most people are very familiar with the mileage method. Um, however, when you finance your car, um, it when you pretty much purchase your vehicle, um, it sits as an asset in your business, right? So when it sits as an asset in your business, anytime you have any type of asset, um, you get to depreciate them. So when you are depreciating um, your vehicles, there are certain time frames um, in terms of years that you get to depreciate it over. So for anyone that isn't familiar, when you depreciate any sort of asset, what you're doing is you are, you're pretty much, um, allocating the cost of whatever asset you acquire and you are writing it off over time right so with a vehicle typically um standard depreciation years for a vehicle is seven years however um there's this thing called bonus depreciation that trump put um that trump pretty much wrote into his tax code where for vehicles that are less than six thousand pounds you the first year you get to deduct eighteen thousand dollars right the second year you get to depreciate sixteen thousand and then the year after that you get to deduct ninety six hundred right in year three then every year after that you get to deduct five thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars for each year until the value of your asset has been pretty um pretty much uh fully depreciated right meaning that you've captured the full cost of your vehicle now, if your vehicle is more than 6,000 pounds, you get to deduct 100% of the vehicle, right? And why that is so important is because sometimes people need those deductions, right? Um, you may say, listen, I purchased this vehicle. It's over 6,000 pounds. 
I need those write-offs, right? So instead of writing it off over years, you get to write it off 100% in that year. The good thing about bonus depreciation, you can choose to take it, you can choose not to. So let's just say hypothetically, if you were saying, you know what, my vehicle, um, I want to, um, you know, I don't want to take advantage of uh, bonus depreciation, right? You will just uh, write it off over years, um, over let's say those seven years. And why that's important is because in like tax planning sessions, we get to make those decisions, right? So Rashad talked about tax planning um, where I sit down with my clients and I kind of find out everything that's going on. And then we get to make the decision on saying, okay, if you finance, okay, should we take advantage of bonus depreciation? Is your vehicle over 6,000 pounds? Is it not? And how we can treat it, right? Um, another option is leasing your vehicle. So when you lease your vehicle, you get to write 100% of the lease payment off, right? It's like any other expense that you are incurring on a vehicle. Um, keep in mind on the client, if you're financing as well as leasing, you are also able to take deductions such as gas, um, insurance payments, registration, um, any sort of car washes, um, tires, right? You get to write those things off. And I wanted to mention those things because um, then you have the mileage method that people are very familiar with. So with the mileage method, you pretty much, um, it's kind of like a quick calculation for, um, I'm sorry, I keep seeing people ask about pounds. So I can't necessarily tell you how many pounds your vehicles are, um, but I'm sure if you Google it, you will find out how much of your vehicle uh, weighs. Um, so now in regards to the mileage method, that's pretty much the IRS quick way of saying, you know what, if you don't want to keep track and you don't want to write off your payments, or even if you drive a lot and it may be to your best interest, instead of writing off the lease payments or um, depreciating your vehicle, we'll just do the mileage method. So what that means is you just track your miles from, um, from all of your business activities throughout the year. And then you will multiply however many miles that is for 2019 was 58 cents um, per mile. Now the thing um, that people always make the mistake of when it comes to the mileage method is that they feel they can take the mileage method and then also deduct gas and insurance and all of those things on top of it, but you can't. The idea behind the mileage method is it's kind of like a quick calculation for you to say, you know what, I'm just going to write off my vehicle this way. Um, something to note is that you have to either take advantage of the mileage method or the actual method, right? So the actual method is writing off your actual expenses, such as, you know, like your lease, your insurance, your gas, all of those things, or you use the mileage method, right? Which is the quick calculation. Um, so I don't think I have any more to really say. No, real, real quick, because as, as I'm listening to you say, and, and from a CPA standpoint, is it best that like, if I have a credit card, I allocate that credit card specifically to all those things, right? So that makes it easier to, to, to make for bookkeeping. Would that be a good idea? No, because when we do your bookkeeping, we'll, we'll be able to allocate that. Um, what you guys should have, and, um, and I, I don't know, I'm going to put this out here. I don't know if you guys have it, but everyone who has a business and you guys have business credit, everyone should have a gas card, right? Um, so if you guys don't have gas cards, you should get gas cards. Uh, a gas, a gas, a car, a card for gasoline. Yes, but it's strictly under your business name. So they go, they base it um, off of your business credit, and that's how you qualify for the the um, 
the gas cards. So like I have BP, um, Shell has gas cards. There's a few different um, there's a few different gas companies that issue um, gas cards. But that is a really good way because you know that that card is specifically for gas. Um, there's usually like you'll get a um, like reduced rates, um, and then it's a really good way to just kind of keep track of it and build your business credit at the same time. So that is okay. that's really good. I, I didn't even know about that gas card. I learned something. I just learned something just now. Gotta call my oh, CPA tomorrow man. on Friday. You learn, <laughs> you learn something every day. You learn something every day. So so you shouldn't be getting gas because like right now I'm getting gas just on my regular credit card. I shouldn't be doing that. Everything should be under your business name, and that's something very important. So when you say under your under your credit card, is it your personal credit card or a business credit card? The gas is my personal credit card personal so yeah you need a business credit card so it should either be under your business gas card or your business credit card and i'm glad that you said that because that is the number one struggle that i have with business owners is that we commingle our funds right we take our personal funds our personal credit and we pay for things on the business side and we have to start looking and treating our businesses like separate people right like you would never come and pay my bills. I would never come and pay your bills, right? And you just have to kind of look at your entity like that as well, right? Like your entity has their own, um, has its own legal name. It has its own EIN number that acts as a social security number, right? So you definitely should not be paying for your gas. Now that you have the car under your business, you should not be paying for your gas under your personal car. Okay, so I'm Got happy it. that you Noted. said that. Noted. Noted. Okay. I appreciate that. So I should be paying for it for either a business credit card or a business debit card. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about any other expenses that might come with the car? Everything should be Everything paid for Everything should be under your business. That car now belongs to your business. So look at it as though like my car, right? Like if I needed tires, you wouldn't come and be like, you know what, I'm going to pay for that. That's kind of like what you're doing. I mean, unless you just wanted to give me like be nice and generous. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, ideally, that's how I like to explain it to people. You know, you just have to separate everything out. That that car is not your car. That car is the business car. So you want to take care of all of the expenses underneath the business maintenance. Um, you know, car registration, um, inspection, everything related to the car should be under under the business name. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, and yeah, so the, the 6,000 rule, it, the Range Rovers range from 4,900 pounds to 5,745 pounds. So <laughs> the Range Rover is just underneath 6,000 okay. pounds. Mm-hmm. So that's why we, we did the, um, what are we, we're doing this? We're doing standard or actual? You're doing actual, right? Actual. You guys are going to do actual and you're going to write off your payment. Right. So that's why we did actual. But what we what we are using the six thousand pound rule for is our truck, big truck, the yeah. big truck, not the not the Range Rover, not, not that truck, the, the real truck, the trucking 18 company, wheeler. <laughs> eighteen wheeler. So yeah, you want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, that is definitely a really good perk um, for my people that get into trucking, where you are able to write off one hundred percent of the vehicle costs. Um, so again, you may need 
starting up that business, you may need to write that, you know, write that vehicle off 100% in that year. But again, let's say if we sat down and we were like, you know what, if we kind of take the entire cost of the vehicle that may put us in a negative, depending on what you're trying to do, you may try to qualify for a home, you may be trying to go for a loan, right? You may not want your, um, even though when they do loans, they add back depreciation, but you may not want to exhaust all of that um, all of that expense in t- for 2020. You may want to kind of keep it on the book so that you can exhaust it over time, right? And that is what's extremely important. And that's why it's important to have these conversations, right? So there's a couple things that I pointed out so far that you need to have the conversation. You need to understand if you're going to do the actual method or the mileage method. You also need to understand if you're going to take advantage of bonus of depreciation or you're not, right? And so those conversations have to be had, and they have to be had ideally before the year is over, right? I have so many clients um, that I engage, and they're like, yeah, only time I talk to my accountant is January through April. But now that you guys have businesses, you have trucking companies, you real estate, whatever it is, you can't wait until the end of, I mean, right. the next year to talk about taxes. Right. Uh, it's a fact. It's extremely important. And um, I feel like there's so much stuff that people don't know. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, even I didn't know about that, um, the gas, gas the gas card. Yeah. And I'm a financial advisor. So there's so much information out there. And it's like, if you're not properly educated, you can make mistakes. And like I said, this is it's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. All you need is the EIN number. You need a business name. So when you when you when you get the car... You get them. You give them that information. Yeah. I think it, you need the the uh, articles of operation. The articles of operation, your address that yeah. you incorporate the business with, and then if the business is like under ten years, I don't think you could get it just solely on your business. So you have to um like be a personal um guarantor, guarantee, yeah. whatever. But even that is, is is good to know. So like it's good to know that to have good credit too, right? Because if your credit's not great, then you can't be the personal. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah, your own car. Yeah. So so they run like your personal credit, but it's under your business name, right? So the business, the business is the cars under the business names, but they run your personal credit. Exactly. Um, and it's a vibe. <laughs> it really it's a vibe. is. Like just knowing <laughs> that that car, like knowing that my car belongs to my business, it just, I don't know, it feels better. But just to kind of piggyback off of what you guys were saying, um, it's really important one. Yes, your credit needs to be um, in shape, right? You have to have your credit together. Um, but to, just kind of go through the ways that you can qualify for a car loan. One is completely outright purchasing it through your business name. However, you're not going to be able to outright purchase it under your business name if one you don't have established credit or you've never had. Home banking is us basically assessing the systems, all the monetary systems, from insurance to loan systems to banking, and figuring out how we can replace those positions with our own people and then still maintain integrity. Because I do feel like banks and insurance, there is a give and take system, but more times than not, our people are not the benefactor of the business deal. We get a couple crumbs, like I say this all the time. They families have generational wealth, grandchildren, college paid for, and we be up current generation trying to figure out how to get school uniforms come August. So with in home banking, I really wanted to create a structure where like we literally will use their blueprint, but we won't screw screw one another over on the back end. A lot of times how they do so like uh, I mean, bro, I've, I've had investment groups in the past where 
the investees would get anywhere from five to thirty percent on a on a, a ROI on a monthly return. Because I really wanted to show people that, like, that's why I like to cover the cover of the board game says we don't need them; they need us. But a lot of our people dealing with distrust, they're dealing with a strong level of self hate, so they don't even see the importance of investing in one another, and that we literally can create our own powerhouses under roof. Like, for instance, Derrica coming out with a uh, with an action figure this year, and I have to front her. 225 grand for China to start manufacturing it rather than my daughter have to wait till she she just turned nine on Monday rather than her have to wait until 28 to go beg the loan I mean beg the bank for a loan to get in some upside down debt and then pay them back I rather her daddy front her the money she pay her daddy back and owe her daddy interest so at that point I'm stimulating her economy and she's she's reciprocating and stimulating mine the whole point is we're keeping that money at one table and we're still progressing forward because everybody eating off one another. So, bro, like, to be real, in-home banking is just like banking, but I'm not going, I'm not giving you 1% on $100,000. To me, that's just disrespectful. Feel me? So, I, I, I'd rather us, like, another simple format. If, if, bro, if you have five grand and me and him need 2500 apiece, you gonna break down the five grand. We gonna kick back the interest. Everybody at this table eating, because when we paying these outside entities and doing business with them, that money rarely trickles back down to our communities of people that look like us. Period. So, that was the whole concept, bro. Just studying these structures and then figuring out how we could we could literally emulate the blueprint, but we gonna maintain our integrity within that and not screw one over. So screw one other over on the back end. So when do we get to a point where, we, like, obviously you said it dead on, like, there's, there's trust issues. When do we get to a point where we can have these structured systems and, and people trusting each other and building off of each other? Well, I, because, I, look, people always say that to me, right? They'd be like, man, family be the first ones. And I'm like, you know, sometimes that's true, but that's why we structure these businesses with paperwork. That's why we got to understand the verbiage. We got to understand the, the importance of black and white. I don't want to encourage anybody to have to sue their little brother, but if that's what you have to do, to maintain some legitimacy with your business deals, and that's what you do because that's what these entities do. So the crazy thing to me, bro, is people with that traditionalism, they'd rather just continuously get screwed over for another 80 years than to break bread with their brother, thinking that he may potentially screw them over. Like, bro, like, for the life of me, bro, I never understand how people fall out with their cousin for $20 that went missing at 25, <laughs> but she'll do business with a bank until you're 85 and you have no issue with them slapping you over the head, gambling your money on Wall Street, and you feel me, and they give you 1% on your bread over the course of six months. So as far as, like, the investment club that you had mentioned, that's, um, I guess, like, a bunch of people coming together, and they would loan somebody money, like, kind of like a susu? Yeah, bro, bro, to be real, somebody educated me on susu, like, two years ago, and it's much like susu. So, like... My investment group in 2018, bro, they collectively, they invested 90 grand. I brought back like 908,000 by way of the business that I do with board games, XYZ. And everybody like easily tripled, quadrupled their money within a month or two. I came up, I was able to reinvest and put that into other businesses that made more money. And they came up as well because they was able to eat off what I was bringing to the table through my, you know, my personal endeavors. Yeah, the partner. That's we they call it the partnerism. Was Indians? Yeah, choice you're making. Yeah, so they call it partnerism. Yeah, they have you on that. Suit, suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That. I, it's crazy until somebody's like, "Yo, I ain't got it this month." <laughs> 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 no, nah, I mean, but that I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as the philosophy of it is, is definitely something that other communities use. Yeah. Um, especially like you know, like you go to Chinatown and a lot of communities, they don't, they might come to the country, they don't necessarily feel comfortable 
dealing with banks for a variety of different mm -hmm. reasons. So they they do it themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not a it's not a foreign concept, but I think for us, like you said, I think the biggest issue for us a lot of times is mistrust. Because yeah. it's like, all right, if I loan this person a thousand dollars, if I don't get it back, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a whole different situation. Yeah, like, I got, now, I got, now I gotta come see you. That's the thing, like <laughs> not having the the ha having the economics, right? Like how do we can start with five thousand, but I ain't even got five thousand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah, how did I was so all right, so what would you say, like, like for that situation, if, if it's a bunch of people and everybody's broke, like, how does how does that get the ball rolling? Does everybody chip in a little bit to kind of? Yeah, bro, I, I, I would say this too, right? So for me, in-home banking isn't only just, like, monetary. In-home banking is, I would, bro, I'm, I'm in the Airbnb. I wish I had one of the board games with me now, but in-home banking can be, like, exposure. So, like, bro, one of the things I did with the board game is my... Uh, my cameraman, his logo is on my board game. My graphic designer, his logo is on my board game. My children logo, and my and one of them, like my one of my most prominent business partners, Khadija Grant, her logo is on the board game. So did we break bread in that instant? No, but I dress it up as a package deal. So if you rocking with me, you gotta you forced to rock with the people who help my business to function. Just like if you crack open the board game, it's certain people that I that I'm cool with or that I do business with. Where like some of the actual cards within the board game have their social media, their website, and their likeness. So, bro, like to me, and in-home banking ain't always about the dollar. In-home banking can be about the resources or us figuring out ways that we could barter. You feel me? Like if I'm spending a grand, so, so say I'm the only one in the circle with some bread, and I'm spending a grand a month on yard service, then one of the bros can come in and substitute that, and then we could find we could find another way to redirect that grant, or I could redirect it to him rather than the outside entity. Like, and I was just talking about this earlier, bro, like. I really feel like in-home banking, and they don't even got to give it that name. Like, I don't even want the credit or none of that. But I think that concept, period, is taking a, a, a stronger lead right now with post-pandemic. Because, bro, this this beautiful to see. I see so many of us collectively getting together and, like, no, we're going to be real intentional about rocking with each other and supporting one another. So it don't even got to be the money, bro. It, it could, you, you could have somebody that just do the emails on the team. You you could have somebody that, that set up the, 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 the Zoom calls, the social media, whatever it is. But basically, bro, it's just finding out what valuables and what intangible and tangible gifts do you bring to the table, us all exchanging them, bartering or breaking bread. But we keeping that bread at one table. And if we didn't give you permission to sit at this table, you're not eating with us. You're not eating with us whatsoever. I, I heard the marketing genius. I wrote that down. I was like, marketing genius, right? So, like, that's in, that's incredible, right? You're putting it inside the game very intentionally. And, of course, somebody's going to see that and eventually going to use that as a business. Right. You said something about manufacturing, even when you're talking about your daughter's toy going to China. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about having manufacturing done here? Uh, bro, I would love to, but I just don't think they can keep up with my volume. Mm -hmm. I've tried on multiple occasions, but... I've tried a company out in Las Vegas, and I've tried two different companies right here in my city. Uh, the, 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 the volume at which my stuff moves is hard for them to keep up, keep up a lot of times. And then I find myself in a 10,000 people want a refund type position. That's not a good feeling. Now, we had, um, we, we, we had somebody else that was on the podcast that talked about, um, she had a board game. Yeah, Chantel Calloway. Yeah, Chantel Chantel. And she was saying that her board game, is, it's not a board game. What is it? It's like a card game. It's in that category. Yeah. Board game. So, ain't, long story short, she was like she couldn't she couldn't afford to make it in America because the price is so much more compared to China. It's almost like it's a no brainer. Like if she made it in America, the price that she would have to charge people would be way more than people would be willing to pay for it. So she's like she has no real option but to make it in China. Yeah. Exactly, bro. Like my board game, 
uh, the company out in Vegas initially quoted me at like $5. And then the day that we got ready to send the wire, that price went up to $56. So, yeah, bro, like... You said $56? Can get dangerous, yeah. But just on that real quick, bro, uh, my project manager actually went and visited that company after they switched that price on me. And what he told me is that they did their research. They saw how much I was selling it for. And then they, they decided it was a good idea to try to price gouge at the last minute. But just... Uh, manufacturing, and I mean, I'm sure y'all know that, bro, but manufacturing in America, period, can get a little shaky because y'all know, like, we don't have the resources in abundance like China does. I'm, bro, I don't know where China be finding this stuff and how they keep producing. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, you, you need 100,000 games? No problem. They just snatch it down from somewhere, whip it up, and, and get it across the world. So what was your first, let me go back a little bit. So what was your first endeavor as an entrepreneur? Like, all right, when you quit corporate America, you got your, your face tatted up. You said I'm I'm doing full time entrepreneur thing. What was the mm-hmm. first like? What was the first thing that you did? Uh, bro, the first thing I did was I um I started a retail business. I was selling screen print t shirts and and uh, screen print t shirts. I had a young lady I was messing with. Her aunt was plugged in at Foot Action, Joy and Brand, and Nike. So what I was doing back then is uh, the line was called Millionaire Bound. I would make t shirts that coincided with the colorway of whatever Jordan was coming, mm. and then basically. Just bulk up the price, so feel me. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna sell you a pair of patent leather Elevens for three fifty. That's gonna offset the price of the shirt, and then I'm still gonna hit you for an extra buck twenty five on the shoe. Then she gonna hit it with that thirty percent employee discount. So, you know, <laughs> we we coming up like two hundred and twenty dollars. I, 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 I know a few things about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, bro. That that was my initial business, and I took the bread from that. I did that from 2012, 2016. I took the bread from that. I invested fully in literature, and I left that business alone and full time. Started writing curriculum, books, things of that nature. So, God amongst men is that the first book, or is that the second book? No, that's my second book. My first book is called it's a it's a seven hundred page autobiography. It's called Thank God We Don't Look Like What We've Been Through. Mm. Uh, bro, that book bombed. I spent like my last five hundred getting copies, and I sold like twenty seven <laughs> copies in two years. <laughs> and then my second book went number one, bro. And then. Nothing was the same after that. Yeah, I, I know that uh, Nip is a, a huge influence in your life, and obviously yeah. yours as well. Um, he's the only person we follow, and um, we, we we were sure that our lines were going to cross based on the work that we were doing. But the book right. Contagious, uh, you read that, and it, it kind of said how you were going to price your book, right? Yeah, for sure, Russ. So Nip did an interview. It had to be like five, six years ago. Yeah, it had, yeah right around five, six years ago. And no, it takes five years because I, I wrote the next book. Yeah, yeah. but he's but he talked about that cheesesteak, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, I never finished the whole book. I, if I'm not mistaken, I read it like page 79, and I was like, I got it. And bro, one thing Nip taught me, he was doing a video one day with somebody, and he was like, I do boutique pricing, and they was like, What is that? And he was like, Basically, I develop my price points. We not looking at the market, or gauging our gauging our value based on what the market says. We gonna put our stuff out there for what we feel like is worth. Okay. And that spoke to me, bro. Ever since then, I was like, uh huh. <laughs> so whenever I wake up feeling like the bar, this is what y'all about to. Be. <laughs> 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 and I just right It got you the number one. You nah, saw, that's right. A that's and people might not know with the contagion. So that's with a hundred dollar Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. That's when Nip had the hundred dollar mixtape, and he said that he got that. So it's interesting because it's like a ripple effect. Knowledge is a ripple effect. So Nip got inspired from that book. Mm-hmm. Um, with the book got inspired from the cheesesteak, which inspired right. the book, which inspired Nip, which inspired you. 
And right, now right. you might inspire somebody else. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like a domino effect. You never know who you're going to touch. Yeah, you sold less units, but you made more money. Absolutely, bro. And then, like, so, like, initially my first book was released on Amazon. But then I was, like, just following that blueprint, I snatched all my stuff off Amazon. I stopped printing ISBN numbers on my book. So, you, 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 like, if you ain't getting a book from DerekGrace2.com, you ain't getting it. So, basically, bro, like, I, I cut out the, the opportunity for anybody to even get it from anywhere. And then we went, like, so basically, bro, I, I took that number one selling piece of paper I got from Amazon, and then I just leveraged it in the independent world, and it added way more value. It's like, oh, here, number one selling author, and here, independent. And then, you know, next thing we know, that I know that book in itself real easily at like 50,000, 60,000 units sold independently by itself, not including none of the other books around it. Yeah, that's interesting because you know, everybody's got their own philosophy. Like, we interviewed Ash Cash, shout out to him, and he's an author, and he was saying. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, guy, good guy. So he was like, he does the Amazon route where, because his thing is like, he didn't want to have too many books and then they don't sell. But the thing with Amazon, they take like 30%? 40%. 40%? 40%. 40, bro. That's why I love. Hey, bro, they, <laughs> you know, bro, Amazon, like, look, when they were taking their money after I shipped the book, we was like, they was making like 87 more cents than me. And I'm like, oh, no, this, <laughs> no, that's backwards. Nah, and I got up out of there, bro. Like, as soon as I hit number one, I was going, I was like, you know what? If I could build my following, like, a tenth, a fifth of what Amazon working with. I'm gonna be a millionaire easily because I know how to sell my own stuff. And I took that route, and I just I've been going ever since. Now, one thing I still do with Amazon, bro, is my digitals. So like, it do feel good to come home when you've been on the road and you got a couple uh, royalty checks in there. But in terms of physical and everything, yeah. I don't let them sell it at all. And like I tell people this all the time, there's not one human who can quote me and say I saw you say buy your digital off Amazon because I don't even promote it. But the fact that the name's so relevant, people just stumble across it monthly and go buy it anyway. <laughs> so I get my independent money, and then I get my royalty check from them, and it worked out. So in the next segment, we're going to talk about some some other uh, things that I saw that's interesting as far as on the technical side uh, with different okay. financial literacy. But before we go, I wanted to ask you about marketing. So I know it's your name, Derek Grace 2. Is, is that your real name, or is that just like a play, like instead of the second or junior? I'm, I'm Derek Grace the second, but I put it, I put the TWO. Okay, so yeah, so like your marketing is interesting because I, I I peep everything. So you want you wear a lot of jewelry, obviously, you know, a lot of tattoos, the 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 heavy artillery. Um, so so yeah. So is that is that is that all part of? Your marketing is that just who you are as a person, or is it like just kind of like want to separate yourself from? I'm proud. I ain't gonna say proud, but I'm gonna say that's uh, the wrong language. 